Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site may cause serious side effects, allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com. Morning, morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Watergate decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the Wendy. Welcome to the Crowd Shot Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept it, then fuck off. I am your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy-to-digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, of course, everyone's already talking about this, about the Golden Globes. And I just want to take this a step further. I want to talk about the whole entertainment as an in- entertainment industry as a whole 
when it comes to their politics how they like why are they always liberal like they you know it's it's it seems like they're programmed to uh follow certain ideas and the fact of the matter is they try to suppress they try to suppress people with different points of view and they of course use the whole time you're racist you're sexist you're racist you're sexist you're bigger than um like especially when trump was running of course everyone was like oh trump's racist what he said about mexicans and of course they um you know they they don't quote him fully they don't they well they didn't quote them quote him fully quote him fully they still don't they pick and choose words that he says take some take them out of context to fit whatever fucking agenda that they're trying to push um <clears throat> case in, uh like you know the whole again the thing with the mexicans um he's talking about removing Illegals, illegals, people that have broken the law to come in here. Um, people that, uh, though, especially those that committed crimes here. I mean, in the news twice, you know, they caught, um, uh, you know, Mexican immigrants who have murdered Americans, and they were uh, they they were caught. They were uh, deported multiple times, but given and then given sanctuary. Sanctuary, sanctuary. But of course, no, that's racist. All oh, Mexicans are the hardest working people. You know, and 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 I'm I'm tired of hearing that shit, because first of all, as someone that I even though my Spanish my like even though I barely speak Spanish, my understand I understand more than I can speak, and I've heard these people actually talk how they you know what they will uh, you know how they how they. Especially these, these, ugh, goodness, so many thoughts come into my head. I've heard how they've talked, spoken, how they speak. <sighs> Jesus Christ, I am tired, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, I, you know, I, I have a day job and, you know, had to wake up at the, before the fucking sun came up, because, you know what, I'm a hardworking son of a bitch that doesn't take fucking any government assistance, I work two jobs. I'm a hard-working American. Because I'm getting tired of seeing this shit. And you know what? If it, And if it's because, oh, Americans don't want to do those jobs. You know what? Then, honestly, how's about we start doing the jobs that they think Americans won't do? Freaking people sitting there broken. It's like, oh, I'm going to collect. I'm going to collect welfare. Look, if you really need it, if you cannot, do not have the physicality to actually work, fine. 
Fine. So, of course, I'm I'm going to be talking about Meryl Streep, but yeah, I'm going to just talk about. Um, I just want I want to talk about the the industry as a whole. I mean, because look, for the past few weeks, I was dealing with uh, someone accusing me of having a comedy club shut down because I'm alt right. I'm a Trump supporter, and that that proved that I was a villain. Hey, I was uh in fact uh on Sunday I was on uh this show this uh, show called Pod Awful. And uh, I, the the uh, link and the description and the video are on my on my blog of ranting Louis, rantings of Louis B. If you guys want to check it out, but the host admitted that he was the one that called. He called to have the comedy club shut down because it was an unsafe space. But the thing is, the comic, the comedy community here in New York City had me pegged as evil because I don't share their political views. Or they will, they will, like, they, they will shun you and they will uh, turn you into pariah because you don't support Hillary Clinton. And see, that's the shit that fucking pisses me off. They will talk about what Trump said, but they will totally discount what Hillary has done. Like, the lives of those men that died in Benghazi don't matter to liberals. No, because he's said, then grab him by the pussy. And of course, when it comes to grab him by the pussy, they don't fully quote him as saying, when you're rich and famous... They let you grab him by the pussy. That's not sexual assault. If someone lets you touch them, that is not sexual assault. If someone lets you touch them because they are gold digging idiots that think that you're they're gonna get a piece of your pie if they if they let you touch them, that is not sexual assault. There is no victim there. I mean, maybe, maybe if you really, if you wanna, if you really wanna like think hard about it, the victim is Trump because you have some, you have these opportunistic twentasauruses that wanna, that wanna get a, get a payday if uh, you know they let Donnie diddle diddle them a little bit. But still, no crime is committed by on the uh, on the fact of well, no, no crime is committed. There is no sexual assault. And I don't give a fuck if you have buyer's remorse the night after. Like, oh my god, I let him touch me there. It's still not rape. It's still not sexual assault. So I'm getting tired of hearing that, he can't grab me, man, you pussy. It's like, no, if you're gonna make a quote, how's about you use the full goddamn quote? When it comes to... Immigration, and they were doing this all on Spanish television too. They would they would purposely only translate. Oh well, they would they would edit and translate a certain section, but and take that section out of context. When it came when it came to that uh, him supposedly um, supposedly making fun of the disabled reporter, 
Like someone even put a video together where he was making that same gesture when talking, when trying to pantomime indifference or backpedaling or just cowardice. When someone went, like, he's like, I didn't know he was disabled. I probably only met him once. And he didn't remember what he looked like. And then when you show when you show proof, people there's people that still will fight me, will argue with me, like he like. And then when you point that out, uh, like oh no, well he's still a racist. How's he a racist? Oh uh, well he is. How? He just is. How? Can you explain to me how he's? Oh because by the things he said. Okay, what did he say about Mexicans? Okay, you mean illegals? Illegals. Oh, well, Mexicans are the hardest, blah, 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 Hold it, Kimosabi. Yes. Hold it. How? How is it wrong where he's done? Where he said? Okay, okay, let's talk about how Hillary was saying the same exact shit back in the 90s. How um, Clinton was saying the exact shit Back in the 90s. He says it, it's racism. Like this is where I can't take fucking people seriously. Like I get the I debate people at my job. They're like. and Well no not even the debate. These fucking dumb twats fucking start screaming. Like, he, he, like they get angry. They get angry. And they haven't done. Like about. He said grab him by that pussy. Like I just want to start smacking these bitches. I really do. But I won't because it's like, you know what? You have a right to your, your opinion. You're an idiot. You're lazy idiots. Like, oh, he did this. Come on. Like, you know, they never have a fucking argument. They never have a fucking proper argument. And these movie stars fucking... Movie stars. These fucking actors that fucking play make-believe for a living. Bunch of fucking millionaires. You're racist. Like, honestly, this whole ordeal with, with, with dealing with, with Mo Fatalab, if you want the whole story, please check my... My older episodes. Please. I'm on iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Of course, Spreaker.com that you're listening to. Tanka. Danka Shane. But it's like... Like the sheer laziness of, of, of these people. It's like, come on, like, what does Hillary have to do for you to be like, okay, well, you know, you know, like, and, and, you know, Trump wasn't my first choice. He will never be my first choice. Um, there's certain things he does that I don't agree with and whatever, but you know what, honestly, 
when it comes to his tweets, he shouldn't be tweeting like that because he's the president. No, fuck you. Who the fuck says that, okay, people are talking shit, he can't respond? What, you think he's a punk ass like Obama? Obama let world leaders walk all over him. And honestly, it's starting to turn out like, look, look what, look at the state of Obamacare. It doesn't cover you. Like, I mean, I've, I've been on, I had to pay, I was paying when I was on Obamacare, almost three, well, no, no, three plus hundred dollars a month, a month. And the coverage sucked donkey a dick. Donkey dick. Out of pocket, I was paying. That much money. I got better insurance now because I got a new job. A new union gig. I mean, Obamacare was... The only way the only way Obamacare work, works if you, if you are independently wealthy... Or you're very poor. So. I mean, you know, and the prices are going up now. People now families can't afford Obamacare, but and if they get kicked off because they get kicked off their plan because they can't afford the pre their 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 monthly dues here comes the IRS oh here's a thousand dollar fine because you are uninsured like seriously I would rather be called a nigger <laughs> than face I have to face that fucking insult then how you know oh we're kicking you off because you can't afford it and here comes the IRS here's a thousand dollar plan I mean, here's a thousand dollar bill. And how did I get the hiccups? Did somebody curse me? I mean, I mean, the thing is, when it comes to Hollywood, it's not like, look, if you were a liberal, fine. But the fact of the matter is, you you gotta be, you gotta bust your ass twice. Twice as hard if you are a libertarian or Republican or conservative of any way and don't agree with their agenda. You have to be fucking amazeballs. I mean, me personally, fuck it. If I got to bust my ass twice as hard to prove myself, then fine. You know, it just gives me something to fight for. And especially after the month I had, yeah, I'm going, I'll fucking go to war. I don't give a shit anymore. I will be better than people one day. I will improve real, I, I will improve myself to prove myself. Like, yeah, I could talk, I could joke about whatever the fuck I want to joke about. You're not gonna, you're not gonna keep me down. In fact, it, fucking after this month, it blew up in their face. Other, you're pissing off other people. Your karma's getting your ass. Ha ha ha! Like to thank everyone that's listening. Hey, we got a chat room, so if you guys, uh, if you guys like, you guys could talk in the chat rooms. Chat room there, on Spreaker.com. 
then you could do, you know, if you're listening, just click the link, you sign up for it's free. But you know what? Let's go into the Meryl Streep thing. Uh, I want to give my take on it. But here you go. Screaming and lamentation. I've lost my mind sometime earlier this year, so I have to read. Um, thank you, Hollywood Foreign Press. Just to pick up on what Hugh Laurie said, you and all of us in this room really belong to the most vilified segments in American society right now. Think about it. Hollywood foreigners and the press <laughs> but who are we and and you know what is Hollywood anyway it's just a bunch of people from other places I was born and raised and educated in the public schools of New Jersey Viola was born in a sharecropper's cabin in South Carolina came up in Central Falls Rhode Island Sarah Paulson was born in Florida raised by a single mom in Brooklyn Sarah Jessica Parker was one of seven or eight kids from Ohio. Amy Adams was born in Vicenza, Veneto, Italy. And Natalie Portman was born in Jerusalem. Where are their birth certificates? Again, I mean, that whole birth certificate thing turned out to be such a fucking rope-a-dope. Uh, you know, that, that, like... That shit, that shit with Obama is still coming out. I mean, I, you know, I haven't looked into it fully yet. Because, you know, I want to wait till it, like, fully breaks. But from what I hear, the birth certificate and the social security number came out fake. Still, I mean, don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, that is what I'm hearing. And the beautiful Ruth Nega was born in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, raised in London, in, no, in Ireland, I do believe. She said the N-word. And she's here nominated for playing a small town girl from Virginia. Right. Raised in London. And the beautiful Ruth Nega was born. What the fuck? <laughs> And the beautiful Ruth Nega. Oh, wow. I love my bitches, but where my negas? Negas. Was born in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, raised in London. No, in Ireland, I do believe. And she's here nominated for playing a small town girl from Virginia. Ryan Gosling, like all the nicest people, is Canadian. All right, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And Dev Patel was born in Kenya, raised in London, and is here for playing an Indian raised in Tasmania. So Hollywood is crawling with I like outsiders that cartoon. and foreigners. Tas Tasmania. And if we kick them all out, you'll have nothing to watch but football and mixed martial arts, which are not the arts. Fuck you, you pretentious bitch. First of all, mixed martial artists are athletes that have to master many skills 
not just one, to be able to fight and dominate. Look around. Look at what happened to Ronda Rousey. She she could only she only uh, perfected like one martial art, and it was just because she was put up against weaker opponents until recently, and now she's getting her bell rung because she got zero hands. Nunez fucked that bitch up for for real, real, not for play, play. She was like, "I'm gonna kill, I kill that bitch in the ring. I'm gonna fuck her up." Like, damn. She could stay. <laughs> Let her give her an application. Give her an application. Get 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 her as a green card. She could stay. Deport Ronda Rousey. Send send Ronda Rousey back to Mexico. So um. Like honestly. Yes, and first of all, mixed martial arts is an art. You have to you have to have some thought. Like it shows little respect. Like honestly, you put in all that effort and they're like, "Oh, you're you're not a sport, you're not an art." Uh, I mean, then we're going to have to watch mixed martial arts. Bitch, why don't you put on some gloves and, and hit the mat see what happens? Woo! Everyone's clapping. Wee wee! You tell them, girl. <laughs> like, get over yourselves. They gave me three seconds to say this, so. An actor's only job is to enter the lives of people who are different from us and let you feel what that feels like. And there were many, many, many powerful performances this year that did exactly that. Breathtaking, compassionate work. But there was one performance this year that stunned me. It it sank its hooks in my heart. Not because it was good. It was, there was nothing good about it. But it was effective and it did its job. It made its intended audience laugh and show their teeth. It was that moment when the person asking to sit in the most respected seat in our country, imitated a disabled reporter. Someone he out. Okay, uh, here here's a lie that's been debunked many fucking times. But hey, let's pe- keep perpetuating it, Meryl Streep. Way to do your goddamn fucking research. In fact, not even so much research. Go on fucking YouTube. Like they, I think there are at least two videos of people debunking that very thing. Cunt. Outranked in privilege, power, and the capacity to fight back. It, it, and you know what? This is this is the shit. This is the shit that pisses me off when, when uh, you know, especially in comedy, because there's a concept called punching down. It's basically a concept where he's like, "Oh, you're making fun of people that are less that are that are uh, less of a social status than you, that that are below you," which is fucking racist and fucking whatever classist in itself to even say, because that means you're saying that person believes that certain people are below you. When I've made misogynistic jokes, it is not because I feel women are below me. It is because in my life. In my personal experience, I have come across a plethora of female assholes. One falsely accused me of rape. Growing up in junior high school, 
uh, the girls there used to play kick the fat boy in the balls. Um, the time, the, you know, the like, and and I don't hate women. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested thirteen billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. But, you know, hey, you know what? Comedy is about truth. Comedy is about personal struggle. Comedy is about, you know, speaking your truth. And making fun of it. Um, and you have these people in the comedy community that will tell you what what is acceptable and not acceptable. First of all, and that shit is not even not even uh, fucking uh, you know applied evenly because oh yeah you can't make a, a, jo- a joke on women you can't make a joke on blacks you can't make a joke on Jews but you know how many times I've been at open mics and I've heard fucking racist Puerto Rican jokes and it's like you just gotta you gotta you gotta deal with it you know and but if I was to make a black joke which hey I got some because hey um I don't care what the fucking your definition of racism is. If you're going to beat someone or fight someone because they speak Spanish, that's racist. I don't give a fuck how dark your skin is. And the ironic thing is I have African blood in me. Yes, I am a product of slavery. I have slaves in uh, as ancestors. And if you don't believe that, pick up a fucking history book and realize that Puerto Rico was just another bus stop in the fucking slave trade. It kind of broke my heart. Shut the fuck up. And I saw it and I still can't get it out of my head because it wasn't in a movie. It was real life. And this instinct to humiliate when it's modeled by someone in the public platform, by someone powerful. It filters down into everybody's life because it kind of gives permission for other people to do the same thing. Disrespect invites disrespect. Violence incites violence. They're showing, the video is showing uh, some of the movie stars that were just, they just had this face like, all right, bitch, all right, enough. Like, honestly, who gives, like, and, and the problem is, who, like, why am I, why do I have to talk about Meryl Streep and her, and her uh, opinion? Like, frankly, I could give a, I could give a shit what this bitch fucking thinks. It's just fucking annoying that you will never hear the other side or another thing about, you won't hear someone stand up and criticize freaking Hillary Rotten Clinton about her disgustingness that that were revealed in the 33,000 emails that she tried to delete you'll never have someone stand up on that in that type of venue and talk about and talk and tear into them or tear into Obama because 
He will never work in this town again. He's racist because he doesn't share our views. How fucking lazy. And what are you so afraid of if you're so fucking big and bad? Back to the powerful use their position to bully others. We all lose. Eat a dick. Okay, go up with that thing. Okay, this brings me to the press. We need the principled press to hold power to account, to, to call them on the carpet. Every outrage. Yeah, his name is Julian Assange. Pretty much the only journalist actually doing shit. That's why, that's why our founder... Viggo Mortensen just looks like, ugh, fuck this bitch. ...enshrined the press and its freedoms in our constitution. So I only ask the famously well-heeled Hollywood foreign press and all of us in our community to join me in supporting the committee to protect journalists because we're going to need them going forward and they'll need... You know what? Yes. That finally something I can agree with. Yes, we're going to need some real journalists. And you know what? I'm not saying uh, Trump doesn't need some checks and balances. Yeah, that's what's in the Constitution. They, we do need checks and balances. Yes, that we need the freedom of the press to actually tell the truth. But what we had was the Clinton News Network coming out with fake news and then calling anyone that's really doing any real kind of journalistic uh, have any type of real journalistic integrity. Oh, you're fake news. We're going to suppress you. We're going to attack you. Like, look what they're doing. Look what they did to uh, the, the Drudge Report. The freaking denial of service attacks over and over and over again. Yeah, we're going to blame Russia. Like... <sighs> Need us to safeguard the truth. One more thing. Once, when I was uh, standing on the set one day, whining about something, you know, we were going to work through supper or, or the long hours or whatever, Tommy Lee Jones said to me, Isn't it such a privilege, Meryl, just to be an actor? Oh, uh, now they're showing now they're showing Vince Vaughn and and freaking what's his name? Uh, uh, fucking Mel Gibson, just like oh god, Jesus. Vince Vaughn is just like he looks like he just he's fucking had it. Yeah, it is, and we have to remind each other of the privilege and the responsibility of the act of empathy. We should all be very proud of the work Hollywood honors here tonight. Motherfuckers just playing like well, more people face it like they're just looking like really bitch. As my as my friend, the dear departed Princess Leia said to me once. Take your broken heart, make it into art. Thank you for it. Oh God. Okay, what? Well, let's. I want to see what Tucker Carlson has to say. We're going to Tucker Carlson, who tonight 
11 hours from right now takes control of the 9 p.m. time slot. Good morning, Tucker. Always at 11 hours. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Are, are you excited? Are you a little nervous? What's going on inside Tucker's head? Well, I mean, you know it much better than I, having done it for much longer than I. It, you're in your studio with the same cameraman, and it feels kind of the same, and it feels great. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, trying to think about anything bigger than that. So, okay. yeah, I'm totally excited. Well, well I'll be watching. We are you too. did great in the dress rehearsal. It's well, 7 o'clock, so we're excited for you. All right, let's talk about uh, what's happening in Washington today. Confirmation hearings all this week, I should say. Not, not today. They're starting tomorrow. So, um, the Democrats... Yay, Sessions. Yeah, and that's another thing. Well, just Senator Sessions is a racist. Really? Like, do do people even do really do research, or they just like they get their talking points from uh, George Soros, and it's like, yeah, 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 he's a racist. God damn! All right, this this is too long of a clip, but. I mean, hell, this is an article that was uh, back in March. Actress and comedian Tina Fey complained about the abundance of liberal politic, uh, political agendas at the Academy Awards during an interview with Howard Stern this week. Well, okay, not this week, but this is from March 4th. Uh, the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot star stopped by Stur- uh, Stern's Sirius XM radio show uh, as part of a press tour to promote the film. When asked about being away from her home in New York to attend the Oscars in Los Angeles last Sunday, she was she uh, complained of the plentitude of liberal political causes in Hollywood. Quotes, I will say being at the Oscars, and I don't know if you guys feel this way when you go out there, but I'm so glad I live here in New York. Faye said, adding, because halfway through, I was like, this is some real Hollywood bullshit. Everyone's telling me, like, what to do, and people are yelling at me about rape and corporate greed, but really, it's climate change. The actress said of the politically and racially charged ceremony, it's like, guys, pick a lane. Like, everyone, we're going to fix everything tonight. And also, like, you're all rich. Why are you yelling at me about corporate greed? You're all so rich. Stern then pressed Faye on whether she is turned off when Leonardo DiCaprio starts using the podium to talk about climate change. I mean, no, I'm always, uh, I, I always am psyched when someone is articulate at those things because, let's face it, actors are very stupid, Faye responded. The actress then com- complimented DiCaprio's speech as poignant. Well, first of all, well, you know, climate change, we, de- I, we need more fucking, oh, well, real, non-political fucking, uh, uh, what you call that? Uh, research into it, especially when there was a data dump and there was like oh, a terabyte of data that came out that showed that Earth was getting colder and that there was, you know, no real proof that it was met any and no real proof of man made global uh, warming or, or climate change. And notice how they changed it from global warming to climate change. In fact, here. The Howard Stern Show. I will say, I being at the Oscars, uh, and I don't know if you guys feel this way when you go out there, but 
and I'm so glad I live here because I, I like halfway through I was like, this is some real Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just like everyone's telling me like what to do, and it was like people like yelling at me about rape and corporate greed and oh and boy like, but but really it's climate change i was like guys pick a lane yeah <laughs> like, what? it's too much coming out <laughs> everyone like we're gonna fix everything tonight and also like everyone you're all rich like why are you yelling at me about corporate greed you're also rich like, do you get turned happening? off when a leonardo dicaprio starts using the podium to uh talk about uh, climate change i mean i no i think he 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 I always am psyched when someone is articulate those things because let's face it, actors are very stupid. Right. And a lot of times when you let them talk, <laughs> it's oof, a stop. disaster. And, but he's so smart, and his speech was so cogent. And but in a know. way, isn't it weird to think about the Leo on the party boat who fucks tons of girls? Yeah. And then the Leo who gets up and is the so socially conscious guy. Right. Like, how do you fuck that many women uh, <laughs> without a conscience? There's no green. F- this doesn't affect the green footprint, no matter how many women you fuck. But do you know what yeah, I mean? He's not hurting the environment. Over to, to them. But Tina, I have a hard time. I, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I think everything he does is great as yeah, an actor. He's awesome. Putting that aside, yeah. we see these pictures of the endless models being fucked on the boat with the, well, his, his pussy par- party, yes. they call it, or something. Yeah. It's crazy. But then you see the guy who's so worried about the environment. Only time he speaks, does he's that speaking give him, about the environment. Does that give well, him a free pass to fuck all of these women I, in a misogynistic I way? Think, uh, I don't think those fight each other, right? I think they if don't? he was like... Again, like I said, there's no green footprint. And also, you know, all those girls are there. Like, back, if this was the 70s, it would be the same thing, but those girls would be like 13. But Tina. Oh. So I feel like at least they're at least they're <laughs> they're all like 18. Oh, but Tina, does it make it okay to be misogynistic as long as you're well, for the environment? Is it misogynistic to sleep with a bunch of women who want to sleep with you? No. Well, it's a mutual use, wouldn't yeah, you say? I think so, yeah. Don't you think we should make a musical about this? Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio party boat, and we make songs about it. Party boat. But isn't it misogynistic when you know you're a man of power and you know that these girls are looking for something to use you for. They want the power, and you use them for their beauty. I don't think it's misogynistic. No, I think uh, I think everybody there is up for it. I think also because like he's still cute. Right. You know what I mean? You get looking a little snaggletooth, like, it's got to be a, a big yeah. problem. It, yeah. When he's 50 and still doing this. <laughs> when he's 50 this. and they're still 18. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a problem. The Howard Stern Show. Yep. So anyways, uh... If you guys want to call in, uh, let's open up the lines. Um, damn, I should have, I should have freaking opened up my Skypeage. Uh, man, like to give a big shout out to Jesse from Pod Awful, um, for uh, letting me on his show. It was it was it was really fun. I mean, really, when you guys get a chance, check out Pod Awful. Um, hopefully, I got my peoples from uh, Germany listening. How you guys doing? Or um, Guten Tag, or I think at this point, Guten Morgen. Yep, turning on the Skype. If you guys want to call in, uh, my Skype is Crotch Shot Radio. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think I just shot my wild. Um, just trying to, trying to, yeah. You know, uh, you know, and I was trying to look up like who were the libertarians in in Hollywood. Like who are the libertarians? And of course, Matt and Trey. From you know the creators of South Park, fucking geniuses. 
you know, it's it's like I, I I'm I'm a libertarian. I'm I'm a libertarian because you know I hey, look I wanna I wanna leave I wanna be left alone. I wanna leave other people alone. I you know it's it's it really it it speaks to me. It speaks to me because you know it's all about freedom. But here, here's a list of uh, number one, Vince Vaughn. Uh, the Star Swingers, Wedding Crashers, and Old School is one of the most outspoken libertarians in a Hollywood dominated by limousine liberals. Vaughn endorsed Ron Paul for president in 2012 and even hosted him as his uh, and his wife Carol at the premiere of Vaughn's couple's retreat. In, in return, Vaughn has also been a guest at Paul's annual family barbecue in Lake Jackson, Texas. In 2011, Vaughn introduced Paul at the Libertarian Political Action Committee in Reno, Nevada. In an interview with Adam Carolla, Vaughn said that his parents' hardworking, self-reliant background helped shape his personal political views. I think that what you come as you get older, you just get less trust in the government running everything. Vaughn told Carolla, and that you start to realize when you really go back and look at the Constitution and the principles of liberty, the real purpose of the government is to protect the individual's rights to sort of think and pursue what they have interest in. Um, actually, this kind of surprised me, but Kane, you know, WWE uh, superstar wrestler Kane, a.k.a. Glenn Jacobs. Jacobs, uh, the former... Oh, he was former? Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he retired. I haven't watched wrestling in years. Uh, Jacobs, uh, the former professional WWE wrestler, better known as Kane, supported Ron Paul for president in 2008. He began writing posts with a highly libertarian bent on his website, and now writes for the most popular libertarian website in the world. In, in an interview on Thomas Wood's radio program, Jacobs mentioned that while he was always he always had libertarian instincts, it was the work of Harry Brown, Ron Paul, John Stossel, Peter Schiff, and Maury Rothbard that helped add flesh to his libertarian skeleton. Jacobs also told Woods that he was theoretically a Rothbardian, that government should be bound by the same moral laws as the rest of us. Jacobs is also a member of the Free State Project. Don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. Julian Assange. Well, Kurt Russell. Uh, Russell, star of movies like Grindhouse, Overboard, Escape from New York, and the sequel Escape from L.A., is also libertarian. In 1996, he told the Toronto Sun... I was brought up as a Republican, but when I realized that uh, uh, at the end of the day, there wasn't much difference between a Democrat and Republican, I became Libertarian. When Bill O'Reilly asked Rusko about his politics, Russell responded, limited constitutional government. I believe in that. Freedom, freedom, freedom. And we're living in a very interesting time right now for Libertarians because this American experiment is having a difficult time in terms of freedom. We got someone, uh, yeah, we got, we got James Peterson. He's, he says he's a Ron Paul supporter. And you know, have you noticed that if someone says that they're libertarian, they don't really get that much work. I'm like, when's the last time you seen Vince Vaughn in anything? Uh, Kurt Russell. I mean, he was uh, in, um, a Quentin Tarantino movie. What last year? But after that, like, what has he been doing? Uh, Drew Carey. Wow, Drew Carey. Uh, he's a Ron Paul supporter. Who was? 
course, Tra Matt and Trey, uh, South Park, uh, Kelly Clarkson. I mean, I, I mean, again, to make it personal, because I mean, this is something I have to deal with. Like, I, you know, I don't fucking want more government. I want less government. And it kind of kills me that people are like, I'm a libertarian. No, you're not a libertarian. You can't be a libertarian and support Hillary Clinton. Um, and, and honestly, you know, look, again, Trump was never my first choice. Trump is not really a libertarian. He's not libertarian enough for me. But I'm hoping that he will shrink government or at least get government out of my way so much that I can fucking work, make money. Get, get the government out of the way so that way, you know, he knows that governments don't create jobs. And especially when you got all the... I mean, I'm really hoping he also, like, does something about corporate welfare. Because it's not just regular welfare or and food stamps. It's fucking corporate welfare when you're letting these companies get, get away with not paying their taxes. Which, constitutionally, uh, businesses... In the Constitution, they have to pay income tax. It's in there. Look for it. That is the only uh, constitutional tax I've seen in, in the Constitution. And you got you got the you got a lot of companies not paying their fucking fair share. He wants to lower taxes or get Congress to agree to lower taxes to make it more competitive. Bring more, bring companies back to the United States so people could get to work. Hey, and stimulate the economy. That's what I want. I want there, I want there to be so many jobs that. Hey, me personally, I want to change careers. I'm hoping it's comedy, but if it isn't, hopefully it's something I can fall back on that it's gonna pay enough for me to, so uh, you know, support myself and possibly be able to have a family if I if I am so inclined to want to start one. Or get married. But when you have. Like you have these people. Again you have these people that don't do their own research. That don't fucking think. They just want to be. They just want to play victim. See that's the problem with the entertainment industry. You're some of the, you are rich, or some of you have certain certain privilege, or you you just want to be a victim because that sounds. You know they should really be thanking Trump because they feel they feel, now they feel like victims. Now they feel like they could be a, a, oh I'm oppressed. Like and I'm getting tired. It's like oh he's a president. He shouldn't he shouldn't do that. No, you know what? Stop talking shit about the man. Stop talking shit. Like, if you're going to talk shit, get them on real stuff. Stop going with these fucking half-truths or, or soundbites that are taken out of context. And then you got people talking shit, pissing them off. And then when he fucking reacts, oh, he's crazy. See, I hate that type of gaslighting bullshit. It's like you do shit to piss someone off, piss someone off, piss someone off. And then they fucking take your head off. Or they say some shit and fucking hurt your feelings, and then you want to call them a monster. Like, come on. I mean, that's the shit that's happened to me, and then people are like, oh, why you did that? 
Like, I mean, uh, I mean, for example, when that chick was calling me after she's like, oh, don't call me, don't write me, don't do this. Yet, day later, she's calling me saying, oh, well, we can't be together. You're a loser. You're this and that. And I finally do get pissed off. I'm like, yo, leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to fucking post your shit online. And by shit, I mean, you know, personal chats, not not nude, nude shit. But, like, I'm going to, like, leave me alone before I embarrass you. And that's the shit I don't get. You don't want him to do shit, but you want to talk shit. You want to freaking continue fucking, uh... You know... You wanna you wanna con- you wanna continue fucking spreading lies and talking shit like you know what like it's one thing to criticize him about the job he's doing. It's totally another thing to like continue with the lies, continue with the with the stupid allegations when you could like look them up and see them debunked every last one of them. You could easily look them up and they, and it's not just, you know, it's not just fucking piece together, fucking highly edited shit. Like the, like you're like, like the left does it's actual, like everything's in full context. This is the full speech. Oh, they take this snippet. So that way it makes them sound like a fucking monster. Like, honestly, if, if he was such a bad dude, why would they have to do that? Anyways, I think I rambled on long enough. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to thank Darnell for li- uh, checking in. Uh, big shout out to everyone. Please, 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 baby, baby, please. Tell your friends and family about the Crowd Shot Radio Show. We'll be live next week. I will, will, we. Where the fuck are you? Do that. I'll be back live next week. Same bat time, same crotch time, same crotch schedule. And uh, yeah, uh, follow me on Gab at Louis B One, Twitter at Louis B One, Instagram at Louis B One. Feel free and subscribe to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and on Spreaker. I'm gonna be starting a Patreon, so you guys, so hopefully you guys will be able to uh, donate and help me expand the show. Because I'm trying to raise enough money to uh, have a have the own Crotch Shot Radio app. So, um, like a big shout out to everybody. Uh, and as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show, donk. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. 
Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What well, am I the leader? <laughs> Because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more.